Yes, sir. Mischief, you heard. And ooh, who's that I see with us? Isn't that number 16 from the Women's Royal Rumble? What? And number one in our hearts? Hey. The queen of mean? Who's that? Vicky Guerrero. How are you I doing today? Me. <laughs> love it. Love it. Oh, man. How are you? My God, thank you for blessing us with your time. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Mm. <laughs> I just got excited. Well, welcome to Shooting the Ish, Vicky Guerrero. Tell us, what, what have you been up to lately? Gosh, um, there's so much I've been up to. Let's see, I just graduated from college with my Bachelor's of Science in Healthcare Administration. That's so, exciting. Congratulations. That's I'm not buying another notebook in my life ever, ever <laughs> again. <laughs> Trust me, we know what you mean. We know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I went yeah. to school for six years, you know, with going with WWE on the road and then trying to study. It was a lot, you know, in airports, try to take a test before you board a flight. Damn. I, mean, I had anxiety for a couple of times. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Question, for you, question for you. Who in the locker room was actually a big help with your homework? Oh, that's a great one. No one. <laughs> no one. All those son of a bitches. Nobody would help. Damn. Wow. Oh. Well, let's put it. Where the hell was Dean Douglas at? No, let's put it this way. I didn't ask for any help. How's that, gentlemen? Oh, oh there you go. You had the shit under control. Okay. Holding it down. I see you. But you know, I traveled with Tamina um, and Oksana at the time. So they were really great with me. You know, they went out for the night. You know, they knew I had homework. They were really, they, they were great with me. They understood if I had to get up early and, you know, take notes or, or attend a class, it was great. You know, they just kind of, wow. they, they slept in while I went to school. How's that? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the grind. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that, you must have been an amazing inspiration for your daughters, uh, especially being a full-time performer. And on top of that, you know, going to school, oh my God. It was, I mean, I, I really did it for myself first, but really to be a role model for the girls and also for other women too, because a lot of women were like, you know, how do you go to school and travel and come home and be a mom and then, mm-hmm. you know, um, do other projects, but you turn, you learn time management pretty well. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it all worked out, but uh, I'm also uh, writing my autobiography with Life with Eddie, which has been mm-hmm. very, um, very memorable, you know, because he got to tell his side of the story, and his story was so great. I still can't read through his book. I mean, to wow. this day, oh, wow. because I hear his voice and I hear just different stories, and I end up crying. So it's my daughters have read through it, but uh, I, I know what the story was already because I was there when he wrote it. But mm-hmm. um, I, I still, it's still closed in close to my heart. So that's hard. That's hard to read. But my book's coming out. It's gonna be Life with Eddie, and then Life after Eddie. So. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> mm. I, I I'm so, can't wait to read that book. I, I mean, I know what you said in prior interviews and whatnot that what you're doing with it, you're doing a two part where one part is the the wife at home with the kids, and then right. the other part is as a superstar. Wow. Yeah, it's that's, that's um, gonna be a great read. 
it's a really different story. You know, I, there's very few women that have done both sides of the camera, you know, raising mm-hmm. a family. Um, my story is a little different because uh, Eddie, of course, you know, had his demons and his the alcohol issues. But um, to see me talk about his sobriety and how he got mm. clean, um, it's just a great, um, it's a great inspiration story. And mm. now the fans can hear from my side because, you know, Eddie's story was great, but there's just so much more to people that are living with someone that's going through addictions and alcoholism that um, no one ever asked how I was doing. So mm, my book right. is going to let everybody know how I was doing, <laughs> you know, so right, it's, right. it's a lot of, um, a lot of memories. And then also my success story of being a WWE superstar by surprise. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, uh, pretty remarkable when I write about my life, you know, how fantastic it was and is. Mm. So, uh, it's, I'm, I'm excited to share with everyone. The I'm reach on that is going to be tremendous. You can reach so many off, right off the bat from what you just said there. And then uh, I can't wait, like I said before. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the book. Um, Just the fact that I, I keep hearing in, in different interviews you uh, are on about how emotional you become in meeting superstars that have been influenced um by Eddie, such like Sasha. So I can imagine how emotional this book must have been to write. So I'm looking forward to hearing those descriptive details of that, of that beautiful time in your life. Yeah, you know, what's amazing is that when me and Eddie were living and, you know, we separated and got back together, you really don't hear about the fans and their how Eddie affected their lives because, you know, Eddie's alive and we're going through our day-to-day, you know, activities. But then when he passed and all the fans just kind of opened up and you hear about all these, you know, great inspiration stories. And now we have social media because when Eddie was around, there wasn't a lot of social media. No. So. Um, I wonder how he would have taken to that, you know, being on the internet. He probably made me write everything for him. (laughs) 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 But um, it's just, uh, I think it's a very different world after he's passed because, you know, it's it's just that technology overtakes everyone's life. And that's why y'all know so much about me. Of course. Well, yes. we here at HCC Podcast, we're <laughs> tremendous uh, Eddie Guerrero fans, uh, one being Latino, and, and, and the fact that he was such a versatile wrestler, I mean, he, across so many, all around the world, um, so recognized and, and an amazing, a legend. I mean, honestly, one of our top, top, top wrestlers we look up to. We have merchandise of his as well, uh, but I honestly, that's why you were so over as well, because the people loved you. They saw the love. They saw uh, the, the loyalty. And, and at hate. the end of the day, and the hate. <laughs> and that's the thing. You can't forget the talent. The talent. I mean, you put yourself over like no one else. I mean, this is why you are the queen. And that's why we have you on the show, because we're here as pop uh-huh. chair shots. I wouldn't can't go say, on without having Big Guerrero on the show. <laughs> I wouldn't say she put herself over, but she knew how to get heat like almost oh, yeah. enough. Are you driving right now? I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so talented. It's crazy. <laughs> if shit happens to you, you don't know me, okay? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Um, we'll just play mute on this recording. <laughs> my, my wife was driving. My wife was driving, and now uh, she parked. Such a liar, man. You're such a liar. <laughs> He's a devoted husband. He had to pick up his wife. See, what <laughs> happened was, <laughs> okay, our wives, you share a birthday with my wife, so I'm definitely now from oh, now on, oh, my man. wife, and oh. I gotta send you a message as well because this is happening every oh, year. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Vicky. <laughs> one of the things that we we remember about you is how you were able to draw heat, mm. and 
by all accounts, you loved it. Talk about <laughs> it. How, how was it to be able to stand in the ring and just draw that heat? Well, you know, at first it was very, um, it was hard, you know, because I did work with Eddie before he passed, you know, for the Dominic uh, yes. case. How and could we was... forget? Especially <laughs> yeah. with its resurgence. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, Rick... You know, I had Eddie there. I had Ray there. So the kids, you know, we had that big support. You know, we had a lot of help. We really didn't do a lot of verbiage or anything to make the storyline go sour. It was a lot of, it was all Eddie and Ray, you know, doing all the work. So to be by myself in front of a camera, the first two, three months, I sucked. I mean, I was, <laughs> it was pretty lonely up there for a while because I was like, man, I am horrible at this. Like, what did they think that they were going to see in me? Um, but I had a lot of great day, help. Though. Huh? First day, though. Yeah. It, you know, I had a lot of great friends on the road, like Dusty Rhodes mm. and uh, Teddy Long. And mm. um, Vince McMahon was a big help to me. You know, so I had a lot of people that told me that I sucked politely and that <laughs> I was horrible and we need to work on a few things. But um, Okay. I think that when I got to be with Edge, uh, mm. you know, uh, having him kind of nurture me, he really took me under his wing and he just uh, kind of showed me all the ropes, you know, like how to work with the camera, how to, where to stand. When he mm. needed me at a certain angle, it was, um, he goes, I want you on this corner. So I don't care how you get there, but I need you here, you know, when this happens. So um, it was a lot of me learning my confidence. I had mm. to learn that I could do this, you know, by myself without Eddie being around. And so um, I loved it, though. You know, as more I got into my character and I, I believed in what I was doing and I was happy with my character. I mean, what woman could be a bitch and be an authority figure <laughs> and slap men, slap women and have so much fun in the ring. I was loving this, you know, oh, so I, I grew to love it. And so I think each day that I was on in front of the camera, I just got more and more confident. And um, I was just, I was loving the whole role. Mm. Wow. And what, what a ride, because I've seen a woman, that's who. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, but the more that, you know, it's almost like, you know, Teddy Long tells me you have the crowd in your hand, oh, you know, man. and what are you going to do with that crowd? Are you going to make them happy? Are you going to piss them off? You know, and <laughs> it, it's what you want to do with it, because when you're in the middle of that ring, it's you and the camera and there's no one there to help you. So my goal was to, of course, try and, you know, uh, make the crowd feel welcome and all my bullshit ways of, oh, welcome <laughs> to Friday Night Smackdown, you know, and I really didn't give a shit. Because I knew I was gonna like piss them off, you know. And I think by the time I had like four words out, people were throwing me fingers. I'm like, oh, let's go! It's already on. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Oh my yes. god! It's so much oh. fun to be bad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I loved it. It was watching Eddie a lot too. That I got to learn how he lied and cheated and stole, and how he could take the fans and make them believe that he was really going to be a nice guy and then, yeah. you know, flip it. And then he had pissed everybody off. And I love that. But I guess God had this, you know, path for me that I, I was with Eddie. I watched him. I learned from him, but I never understood why I had to listen to all that for so long. But looking back, I'm like, okay, God, then this is why I watched Eddie so much. And I just, I just picked up things from him and I, I use that for my character. 
Wow, wow, wow. I definitely knew for a fact you were having so much fun being bad, <laughs> um, especially when in your last match, um, not the Royal Rumble, but we're talking oh. about the, the Haga fight that you had in the pool. The mud fight? The mud fight, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have to bring up the mud fight, didn't you? But 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 no. But the reason what why is because I am I am a little bit of a garbage, right? But listen, I thought it was one of the most touching things because one, I'm like, if this is really her last way, I mean, it just shows what type of a company person she was, right? She did it for the brand, and she went out whatever way they want her to. But at the same time, when she said thank you, bro, it, talk, it brought tears to my eyes because I understood where it came from. So that, for me, it's, it's an amazing moment. Thank you. You know, I gave WWE a year notice, you know, because I had um, uh. just started school, and I told Vince and Stephanie, I said, I'm going to give you a year um, before I leave. And they didn't believe me. They're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, Guerrero, you know. We'll talk <laughs> later. But I really wanted to do other things because I was there for 10 years. You know, and, yeah, and the yeah. WWE, I didn't want to get my, you know, we wish you the best in your future endeavors, you know, <laughs> pink I wasn't going to be one of those. (laughs) (laughs) And it happened. I gave them enough time to prepare, you know, because I was the general manager and to to let them, you know, put me off the show, you know, professionally. And I gave them the, you know, that that much time. But that night for the the match, we didn't know how it was going to be or how I was going to leave the show. And as the day started going on, they were saying, okay, we're thinking of a mud match. And I'm like, of course you are. <laughs> you, know? you think that was Vince doing? <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and so. It's uh, good shit. It's good shit. And I thought it was really going to be me and Stephanie in the ring, you know. So uh, I, I was really, I was training. I was like running. And I was like, man, she's going to kick my ass and I need to look good out there. You know, but uh, when she you know, they switched it to the mud match. And I, of course I had, I think Rosa, Layla and Alicia Fox. It was yes. Stephanie sent out there, you know, to get me, you know, I, I knew there was going to be surprises. I mean, it couldn't be that calm, you know, for my last night, but the way the WWE surprised me and, you know, with Stephanie actually letting me throw her into the mud and mm-hmm. then them signing me off with Eddie's music. Just at first mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I don't want to quit. I want to stay here a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was a, a great farewell, and um, it was just, it was very special, and I always appreciate WWE for doing that for me. It's, uh, you have the reputation of being such a company person, like being so great uh, in terms of being open to whatever the storyline, you know, asked you <laughs> That's to <poetic> do. That's <laughs> no, it made for great character work because it, it put yourself you put yourself in very uncomfortable positions, and it was always fun to see what's coming up next. What do you say to talent that has an issue with that, that really mm. has an issue with the positions that the company puts them in? Oh, now we're going to get into some dirt, aren't we? Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yes. You know, there's... Let it fly, let it fly. <laughs> there's a, a lot of people in the, in the locker room back then when I was there and even today where all they want is they want the, the main event matches, they want to be in the spotlight, they want to be the ones that go over, they don't want... How dare they do a job, you know? And that's where I learned, you know, from just being there that the more I said yes to with WWE was a food fight, a hog pin match, you know, with Chavo, um, (laughs) all the the damn food fights I had to go through. I think that, um, I I was proving myself that I wasn't any better than anyone else. And that, um, because I loved being there and and doing my job that they knew that I was going to be a good sport at saying yes to everything. And they always asked me if I was okay to, get a cake in the face or, you know, get Stephanie to throw up on me. Oh you know, I wasn't, happy. I wasn't happy about it, 
some way I was going to get through it. But um, those little things of me saying yes all the time, just I want to show them that, you know, I am here 100 percent. Whoever I'm working with, I'm going to have fun with you and make you shine like, you're, you know, like the star that they deserve to be. I mean, honestly, when you when you see uh, the McMahons themselves doing this crazy shit, I mean, how could you say no, right? <laughs> you know, and to work it's with, true. I think Vince fired me maybe six times, you know, during <laughs> the 10 years, and Stephanie <laughs> fired me like four, and Triple H, you know, fired me. It's You must have I had a good unemployment lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> the unemployment wages were awesome. <laughs> no, but, you know, back then, a lot of people didn't work with the McMahons, you know, mm. so... Um, you know, I was the older one in the locker room, you know, so I was very open eye to what was going on. And when I saw, you know, these young fresh faces come in and they expected to have the red carpet thrown at them, you mm. know, and they would be someone tell me, you know, why are you agreeing to all these food fights and, you know, all this, you know, insulting of how fat I was or, you know, like the edge wedding where um, Triple H came out with, I think, like size 6X underwear, you know, that, you know, just all that little stuff. But <laughs> Cause they, cause they don't understand. They don't understand a Latina woman. I don't understand. You know? They don't understand. That's all love. They don't get That's it. They don't love. get they it. Handle all that. And they don't understand the accuracy either. So, talk to them about that chancleta. Let them know about that chancleta. Come on, Vicky. You know, you know, you got it. They don't know what's up. I was the madness in the house growing up, yeah. man. Living with Eddie and the two girls growing up. I'm sure there was tons of wrestling moves, body slams and all of that. And you were like, ah, ah cringing as, as, as he, you know. No, the wrestling moves in bed were very nice. They didn't hurt at all. Let me just say that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, Eddie, was, uh, it was a crazy household. You know, we had, Eddie was a prankster. He was, um, he had to have the last laugh with everyone. Um, it was a fun household. And this is before Eddie got into his drug abuse and, um, you know, so those days, you know, when I met Eddie, we were just, we just goofed off all the time. And Eddie, we loved to dance. And weddings were the first ones on the dance floor. Epa, um, epa. We were the, we were the ones that were never afraid, you know, to like kiss in public. I mean, mm. it was just a very fun relationship, you yeah. know. So, but Eddie was the biggest kid on the block, you know. I don't know if you remember my Hall of Fame story when I inducted Eddie, that um, we had an apartment complex I lived in. And all the kids were having a squirt gun fight. And Eddie was like, oh, I'm going to go play with the kids. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so he went outside. <laughs> and he told the kids, hey, I'll be back. There was like 16 kids playing with my girls. So Eddie went to the store. And he bought all the kids small squirt guns. And he came back with the biggest bazooka squirt gun. <laughs> yeah. And he Everybody got pistols. We got the little water. <laughs> so like, you know, like H.O. manually do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he went and filled his up before he gave the kids their empty squirt Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember this story. That's, that's who Eddie was, you know. So, yeah. And that's what our life was. I mean, mm. during Hurricane, you know, we had um, electric outages, you know, in Florida. And we played Monopoly. And mm. so me and the girls and Eddie, we'd be playing. And we couldn't understand why he would always move his piece. Like, he'd be at finish line. And we'd already be like, you know, like 20 squares back. And, and I was just like, I don't understand how Eddie's moving his pieces. 
Well, Eddie, he would he would always sneeze or something and, and blow out the candles. We had candles on the table. <laughs> he was moving his piece forward and moving Oh, ours my back. God. And moving yours back, too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the shit. So the gimmick was the, the <laughs> up with, so the gimmick yeah. was real. Oh yeah, it, it was, was a shoot. Kids. It was a shoot. Oh, all God. day long, all day who long. Got who got yeah. more chancletazos, any of the kids? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get none at all. You didn't get none at all. <laughs> oh my God. So so question for you. I want to know about your family because, uh, especially with, with with the Dominic angle, right? I've heard you say that your family was calling you and like, oh my God, is it real? They they weren't sure with the shoot or not. We still I'm think curious. it's a shoot. I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious. Who gave Eddie the most shade from your family? You know, um, gosh, it'd probably be all the Theas and Theos. You know, they were old fashioned. Of you know, course. they were like, you know, family is everything, Miho. Mm-hmm. You know, how dare you do this to Vicky publicly? You're oh humiliating her family, you know. Oh, and my God. After my aunts were calling me, you know, after a while, you know, this storyline took maybe, what, six months, eight months? Because they really built yeah. it up. And so maybe after month five, I wasn't even involved in the storyline yet. I was getting calls, and I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, wow. this is real. Like, this I started thinking that things were going on. I'm like, do you really have a son? Like, does this really <laughs> oh Because my it's God. all mind games. You know, you watch it every oh night God. and you're involved. Yeah, yeah. You know, the fans are loving it. And then, you know, Vince called and was getting the family involved. And my aunts were the worst. I mean, they oh called me. Oh, my God. Yeah, but- I thought Eddie loved you. Like, I thought he loved you. Like, how dare he do this? And, ah, oh, los poran hijas, are they okay? And I'm like. <laughs> We're okay, Thea. Like we're we're good, you know. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> did any of them offer to? Did any of the anybody offered like to do some shit to him? <laughs> well. Oh. <laughs> so, in El Paso, yes. we have a lot of cousins, and they they were in gangs. You know that was a thing to do back in the '80s and '90s. So a couple of my cousins were like. Man, prima, let's go for it. Like, I have my friends. Like, I can call them and we'll take care of this shit. And oh I was like, God. At first, I was like, man, this could be really good for me. <laughs> but, you know, but no, it, I had, you know, we had to play along because we didn't want the family, you know, to get, you know, too right. involved. But yeah, it right. was it was touch and go for a while because I would look at Eddie and like just stare at him like, you mm. touched her, didn't you? You did mm. touch her, you did you? God yeah. damn. <laughs> Must have been some awkward Christmas parties. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> awkward plane rides when we're all flying in together. How's that? Oh, no. <laughs> Crossing each other in the bathroom. That's yeah. all talk. Oh. Yes, on one side, Guerrero's on the other side. Oh, man. Oh, man. Listen, I mean, to people to this day, that storyline still lives on. I mean, with Dominic ah. being on screen, I mean, that's all for you here. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It was really good times back then, yeah. Well, it definitely was, definitely was. How do you feel about seeing Dominic now, right? Dominic's got a role. My heart is, I, I feel so old, and my heart breaks <laughs> because I'm so proud of him. I mean, mm. I, he's the next generation, and he's yeah. going to carry the legacy. And um, it's so funny because I joke that, you know, Dominic's so tall and Ray's, you know, short. <laughs> but, um, You're the only he one? Grew, he grew <laughs> tall, like, 
would have thought yeah, he would have been taller than Ray. But I'm so proud of him, and I'm so happy to see the journey that he's going to have because mm. he's talented, just like his dad and his uncles. And um, it's just, it's going to be such a. I'm, I'm a fan of him already. So wow. whatever he's going to do, like he has all my support. And I know Eddie would be really proud of him too. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact in the company, he's definitely going to be loved because uh, the spots that he's gotten, they don't oh. give that to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't let Brock Lesnar don't beat up on anybody, man. When we saw that, we were like, oh, my God, he's fucking made it. That, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Dominic got, I mean, already to work with Brock Lesnar, like, that's huge. You know? Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it looked like it hurt, so I just kind of, like, watched from afar. <laughs> and he did a great job. So he he's did. He's going to make it big. Yeah. So, so, so speaking about upcoming talents, I mean, there's so many different promotions, so many different superstars blowing up right now, and you are one of the greatest managers of all time, right? Stop. Who would you want to? <laughs> she says, "Don't do that." Don't do that. <laughs> oh, I gotta like that. I gotta say like it again. that. Say it again. Get next to Sun. Hold on. No. <laughs> Wait. Oh, oh, stop. Say I gotta gather my thoughts. That? I gotta, I gotta gather my thoughts now. Um. <laughs> Who would you want to manage? Who do you see that's up and coming that you're you're looking forward to seeing their work? Man, you know, I've been watching uh, AEW a lot. I'm mm. a big fan of their pr- product. And this week um, on my podcast, I have Brandy uh, Rhodes. Whoa. Yeah. Fantastic. So she uh, is amazing. But I would love to manage Riho. I think she'd be, because oh, yeah. she's, you know, doesn't have the same, you know, language barriers. Mm-hmm. Um I think she's incredible. I would love to manage her. And also when Ronda Rousey was in WWE, I thought that, you know, I could have been a great manager for her because her promos suck. Yo. <laughs> you have been well documented in saying so, yes. Yeah. The, yo, the Paul Heyman to her Brock Lesnar, yo. Wow. Yeah, that would have been a match. That would have worked. I would have wow. loved to see her. And I, you know, I asked WWE and they said no, you know, so you just have to kind of like, all you can do is let them know, you know, this would have been a lot of fun. But uh, Rhonda is incredibly talented, and I want her on my side, not on the other side of her. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, she everyone could always use a good manager, you know, of that course. has good. Um, she wasn't good verbally, but, man, her talent was incredible yeah, yeah. You know, with, with strength and endurance. So those are the people that I always look at. You know, who's not strong in the mic, that's who I would, you know, want to mm. be, you know, working with. Well, it's not too late. It's not too late. That's one that's got to be tabled. Hey. When you say that, when you say that, uh, it's also well documented that you know you love it, you love the business, and you you know if if they come calling, right, you you come back, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, you have NWA now and AEW, and you have TNA. Like I'm putting it out there. Like I miss the ring every day. So if anyone wanted to like grace me with their presence, I would be. I'd willing to take that. That was what I was gonna follow with that. If it mattered, but wow, that's that's good. That's that's amazing to hear. I I love it. I love the work, and I miss it. Being on the couch and watching the shows, you know, I'm like watching people do their promos. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) You know what I would love. You know what I would love. Yes, love to hear the same thing. This promo. And then all of a sudden, I just hear, excuse me. Oh. That'd be fun. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just saying. That would be a lot of fun. You know, and who knew that two words was going to, you know, make me popular? I mean, it's the, again, it's the grace of God that, you know, blessed me with so much of this uh, 
you know, blessings to have these, you know, two words, excuse me, to let people know that that made me famous. Mm. So, it's you know, to be able to use it again, I would love to because um, now I'm not going to school anymore. So I'm not busy. There you go. There you go. Okay. It's amazing how like, you know, the, kind of like the hashtag failed better. It's essentially <laughs> you've mentioned how you came up with the excuse me, right? You kind of forgot your lines and then you kind of try to get the attention. I kind of the forgot. I'm trying to be polite here. I didn't know this. What are you talking you, about? You did this to me. I'm trying to be polite. <laughs> I was shit about popcorn, like. <laughs> yeah. Eating the shit up. So, um, yeah, it's just, I, I, I didn't kind of forget. I fucked up my lines. <laughs> it was horrible. But, um, you know, that's what happens. I was young back then, you know, with the character. And uh, they changed my promo, like, five or six times before we went live within like an hour and Teddy Long you know I talk about this he was pushing me in the wheelchair because I was really hurt (laughs) yeah yeah from the the tombstone of course (laughs) and he kept terrible guy he kept watching these these scripts come into me and they kept changing and longer and getting you know short and then long again and he just looked at me and he goes you're gonna screw this up playa (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's gonna be that night. It's gonna be tonight. <laughs> I screw it up. <laughs> but did you? But yeah. did you though? No, no. You changed you the wrestling industry. Oh, so, I'm a little part of it. I'm a little part of something that's such a great thing to be, you know, um, a part of a family, you know. So I always try and just be that little credit, you know, that that produces the big picture, and that's what mm. I think of it as. Very nice. Some notable views that you may have had. Um, well documented as well. How, can you talk to me about your feud with AJ Lee? Ooh. <laughs> I like how you say documented views. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't lie here. I can't mm. lie. <laughs> no, you know, um, it, me and AJ Lee had some great stuff together in the ring. She's so talented and um, I, I just don't think that we personally connected, you know, like, as far as like having friendship. But even though if I didn't get along with someone in the locker room or we had differences, when I stepped into that ring, I gave 100% to whoever I was going to be working with. And, mm. and in the ring, we made some great magic together. And she's so talented. And her promos and her her speaking skills, I had so much fun with it because we kind of fed off each other. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I mean, you know, the, those are good times, you know, but would I say that I call her for breakfast? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but there's people in every workplace that you don't have the best relationship, but you have all the respect for them because she's one hell of a superstar. Most of, most of. She's one. Of, she's she's from our hometown nearby as well. Yeah, but uh, I, I only ask that because um, some people may say, you know, the comparison of, of of the women that are are in there today is it? Do you see a lot of similarities or some differences? I see a lot of differences. I think that you know, don't get me wrong. A lot of women from my days, like uh, you know, Trish Stratus, Lita, um, Michelle McCool, Beth Phoenix, incredible athletes, and they did some awesome things in the ring, but. You look at today's women, you know, like Sasha and Charlotte Flair and Bailey, um, you know, and Riho and Britt Baker, like they're doing some crazy shit in the ring yeah. that, you know, I just, you, you never saw that back then when the women, you know, were wrestling. So I think the women today are pushing themselves to be 
better than than yesterday because i mean there's stuff that they, they just keep innovating themselves and there's never the same match with them so i love their their talent and just all the the stuff that they show in the ring their acrobatics and even their mic skills i mean they have they're just this new level of superstars that we didn't see you know 10 20 years ago uh, with a women's first pay-per-view, women's first ever Royal Rumble, all these groundbreaking things that they're doing now, it's, it's, it, it shows. It's yeah, hey, absolutely. Where's the, where's the evolution? What happened to evolution? Yeah, what did happen to evolution? <laughs> For the Isn't women? This, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, they never the continued it. You know, I, I guess it wasn't a hit. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I, Damn. I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was it, dope. Yeah, I thought it was I, good. I, they had I was there. You know, they didn't use me, but I mean, backstage, I thought it was a great show. I mean, yeah. it was every all the talent was there, women from the past and, you know, the different legends. <clears throat> but, you know, like the Royal Rumble was a different success. I think that exactly. did better than the evolution. Agreed. You know, and, yeah. um, so I, I think it takes it's gonna take some time to kind of get you know different pay per views for the women to be established. But as far as the Royal Rumble, yeah, that's definitely gonna be a yearly um, event. Yeah, and uh, WWE cannot be afraid to push these uh, pay per views and the women honestly because I see we see this in more, a lot of the companies we're, we're viewing today that they're really pushing the the women to the forefront with Tessa Blanchard. I mean, Allison oh, K. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, Taya Valkyrie. Obviously, Becky Lynn, Charlotte. I mean, there's so much talent out there doing amazing things in the ring that we've never seen before, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I was talking to uh, Brandi Runnels uh, Rhodes, and uh, we were talking about her match against uh, Joy Ryan with the thumbtacks, you know? Yes, yes. And so if they would have me do that shit, I'd be like, yeah, later. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd have to be pretty drunk to go through that match. <laughs> but How many handles of tequila? I know, <laughs> the, you know, the women's ladder matches in TNA and um, even, you know, in WWE, it takes a lot of cojones to be up there, you know, <laughs> jump down and stuff. So I, I applaud all of them for what they're doing today and all the just the crazy stuff that all the women are doing in all these promotions, because it wasn't like back then where I could just run out of the ring. They would catch me today. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, your daughter, the- Shaw? Like, Shaw. Would you want, would you would you want to work with her? You know, we, we did try and work. Uh, she was in NXT. Well, it was FCW back then. FCW, and, right, right. Uh, she hurt her neck. Um, uh, someone had, had dropped her. I can't say who. But um, she hurt her neck, so she released her. And so she okay. can't do wrestling. But she's with WOW right now. And she yes. Does now. Right. You know, yes. Yeah, she's incredible. Her, yeah. And, um, you know, she's talented. And she's doing some burlesque dancing. And- I've seen that as well. JP. <laughs> 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 Where are your Jay, pen? Keep, it's all professional. Keep your pants it's on, professional. Man. It's tasteful. It's tasteful. I, I, I don't think she'd be doing that if Eddie was around today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, as long as uh, Matthew's okay with it, I think uh, we're, we're all on board, right? Matt is such a great guy, and they both love performing. And um, I just told her, you know, do things now before the kids come, because you know, once the kids come, you can't do a lot. Of, you still could do it, but you know, have fun now. You're just—they're barely married for like three years, and mm-hmm. I told her, you know, this is the time to have fun. Even though you're married, you know, do it. Get it all out of your system. You know, get it out now, because when the kids come, you're gonna be in a, a robe and house shoes, and it ain't gonna—you're gonna be in there all day long. <laughs> <laughs> How, how did you feel, Vicky, uh, with her marrying somebody in the industry, you yourself being married to one? You know, that was it was hard for me at first to 
think that it was going to turn serious. Like Shaw mm. Toby, you know, that they met at an NXT. NXT. You know, mm-hmm. they, yeah. So they were kind of going on dates. Oh, mom, I met this cute guy and he's so sweet. And oh, that's great, honey. And I'm really happy for you. And then a year goes by and then I met him and I fell in love with Matt. I mean, he Aww. was just a gentleman and he respected the business and he respected Shaw and um, treated me like gold and you know our whole family has brought him in so uh, he's just a great guy for Shaw he has to put up with her hormonal emotions now and I don't so (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) (laughs) and that is a relief right for any parent I guess yeah you know (laughs) they balance each other out and he travels he's a commentator now for 205 live Mm -hmm. and um you know, but he's such an incredible husband to her, and they love each other. So I'm happy for them. Fantastic, fantastic. Hopefully, some grandbabies soon. Yeah, I'm waiting. You know, <laughs> it's time to be home Damn. for something to Damn. happen, but it's not happening. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. JP, no pressure, bro. I'm sorry, man. Hey, I get the same pressure, all right? If I get the same pressure, he's getting the same pressure. Dale con los Dale, ponte a practicar, right? You tell them to practice all the time. Are you home now? Did you get home? I am. He finally I'm made in it. I'm oh, in the garage. He's still at home. He's in another type of vehicle. He's, no, don't tell him where you're at. He's at headquarters right now. He drove to he drove to HPC headquarters. Oh, I'm glad you're safe. It, it's like a Thank mile past what's unknown. Damn. <laughs> It was driving in itself. It's 2019. You can't work yeah, yeah, yeah. a worker, dude. You can't work. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't well, well, I, I will Damn. say, I will say, if you're talking about working, I thought The Rock worked you for a little bit when he started serenading you. You was enjoying yourself. <laughs> We're going there? Are we going there? Yeah, because yeah. she was listen. She was loving she it. I mean, if it was, it's the rock. Yeah, I might have loved it myself. I mean, shit. The rock serenading you. <laughs> oh, how was it like? They told me that I was gonna work with the rock, and I was like, oh, okay, it's gonna be whatever. But they said he's gonna serenade you tonight and wear a nice, sexy dress, and you're gonna go on stage and listen to the song. And I thought, oh my god, like I'm gonna have a program with rock. I'm like, yeah. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> Like, I was excited, and they didn't fill me in on anything. Oh, wow. They, they told me to go out there and just feel the song, you know? Wow. Let your character come out and just, you know, have your character enjoy what he's going to do. And, you know, Wayne is such an incredible friend of mine. And when he got into his song, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be good. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling things in my mind going, we're gonna do this. I'm gonna get married. I'm gonna divorce him. I'm gonna, you know. Do all that stuff. And, um, you were thinking of all the things you would do with that bald head. <laughs> Don't joke with me on that. <laughs> yeah. The question for you, Vicky. So it didn't turn out the way I thought it was. So y'all know the ending of that one. (laughs) But question for you, because there's a moment in that scene, in that segment, where like he tells you, Vicky, don't go nowhere. Were you about to walk out? Oh yeah. They didn't cut to the camera at that point. No, I mean, you know, everything is pretty much improv. When I worked with The Rock or uh, Paul Heyman, um, who else? Um, Gosh, it was. 
Gosh, there was another person, but it was a lot of improv. Teddy Long liked to do a lot of improv. We knew what we had to talk about, but Dwayne was like, you know, just go out there and let's just feel it, you know, and I, that's the best work that I could think of because you don't have time to think. You just went on impulse. And um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was, it was a really good time. And I was sad because it was a one night stand, literally. <laughs> <laughs> She's publicizing this. That's what's up. I, you know, I go, I go on social media and I see the gifts. I'm like, oh, I'm glad you're having fun with this. Yeah. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Does that ever get old? Does that ever get old? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's my it's retweet. <laughs> oh my god. It's 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 you know for people to keep remembering that it's I know it was good so I enjoy it too when I see it on social media. Awesome. Mm. Wonderful, wonderful. Vicky, let Question. me ask you, uh, what, what is the what is your favorite Mexican promotion? Uh, AAA. Mm. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's where Eddie was when we lived in Mexico. Um, he w- trained there for eight or nine months, and so I got to know all the people there. And we lived in Mexico in a hotel room, and wow. so that became my first family in the wrestling industry. And uh, a lot of good memories. And I also had Taya Valkyrie on my podcast. She'll come out in two weeks. Yeah. Nice, nice. We talk about Mexico so much, and it's just a big family over there. So I I love the Mexican wrestling family because just a lot of love and compassion for each other. Mm, mm, That's awesome. Yeah. Question for you. Question for you. being the fact, I mean, you've been in the industry in a double-sided manner, um, and hopefully I'm not asking you a question that has anything to do with the book, uh, but oh, what's the one lesson that you learned um, being on the road versus not being on the road as a performer? What's the one thing that was, like, striking that you didn't know beforehand, even though you were married to Eddie? Uh, from a uh, worker's point of view? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't piss anyone off. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. um, Gosh, I think as far as um, willing to help each other, you know, that was Mm. something that I learned, you know, being a a wife and a mom, like your focus is the kids and, you know, on the road, the focus is your family in the locker room. So Mm. I think the the views still stay the same, but it's a different help. Like the kids don't need you to, you know, wash their clothes, but it's more like a ride or, hey, I'm stuck here in this, you know, this city, my car's not working. Yeah, you drive the two hours and you go get someone. You know, because wow. that's media, you know, so that's, um, you know, me and Serona got lost many a times, you know, back then we had the Garmin GPSs, you know. Oh, my God, the Garmin. Yeah. yeah. And that stuff, that shit reloads when there's no satellite, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and don't say. going in circles. And, um, you know, so it was about sticking together and, you know, you just follow the ride and you finish it together. So that's that's something I learned is you just stick with each other and help each other out. How do you What's feel about Benoit in the Hall of Fame? You know, I, I I said this on Twitter since it's documented. <laughs> <laughs> we got <laughs> receipts, I was waiting because you know I was I was I was gonna you know match the answer with it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna, Actually, I'm you gonna, said like, we have it. We have it right here. <laughs> Page forty-seven of the transcript. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm done. Way. No mom is way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm done. You know, I, I mean, my, my feelings about Chris, 
um, you know, Nancy was like a sister to me. So uh, we don't know what happened. I mean, we really don't know what happened that day or what was going on. But as far as Chris's talent, um, he was amazing. I mean, he made his own legacy, you know, years before that. So mm -hmm. I, I would like to see him in a Hall of Fame. And I think it would be good to honor his son, David, you know, that's still alive to see his dad, you know, get remembered for the work he did. But of course, unfortunately, you know, what, what he did with his family and um, the events that that transpired, you just, it's heartbreaking, you know, because I'm mad at him too. You know, I'm upset because he took away my family that I love so much. So that's something that's really hard to digest, but you take away that and just put the wrestler, amazing wrestler. Did you have more fun on Raw or SmackDown or was it the live shows that really were uh, enjoyable for you? You know, SmackDown was, it seemed like it was the, the B show because on Raw it's live and there's more adrenaline and you have one time to get it right. And if you didn't, then you, you fucked up. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, can't, you can't go back and, and fix it. And SmackDown, the worst part about being on SmackDown is that if Vince didn't like something, he would send you out two, three times until he liked it. So oh, I would have to do wow. like the entrance and then we'd have to do the match again. If the, if the ending was wrong or the finish was someone tapped out or someone didn't get to the, you know, the finish. It, I mean, if he didn't like it, he would, we'd come back in and then we're thinking we're done. He's like, go back in out and do it again because it's not good for TV. Wow. So oh, fans were very smart on SmackDown when things didn't happen correctly. They knew you fucked up because you were out doing the same <laughs> promo. And first the fans are like, why is she out here again, you know, doing this? Or why are they doing this match again? And then SmackDown was known as the do-overs because wow. they were taped. And um, mm. even with backstage stuff, we, sometimes we were in the arena till 11, 12, 1 in the morning because Vince wasn't liking something and we had to stay there and keep taping. So that's the worst about SmackDown is that they have you until it's right. Mm -hmm. And wrong you know, two, three hours, I mean, you were done. I mean, good or bad, you know, they kept it because they couldn't go back and, and change it. But also Raw had the celebrities and it was just a lot more energy and, and mm. more people that went to Raw than SmackDown. You know, they would sell out all the time. So I, <coughs> I like those um, energies of having a, a sold out crowd. Wow, wow, wow. Vicky, so, so you are now a famous podcaster yourself. With only a few episodes in, I mean, fantastic show. How has the experience been? You know, I love it. I, I mean, I admire you guys for what y'all do. Um, you know, I love doing the research on someone and, and mm. learning about their background and what they what they stand for. Uh, I've only been this is my week four, so I'm a baby. I'm I'm green. I mean, <laughs> I'm just starting. To, <laughs> I have a I have a great co-host who's Jerry Strauss. I don't know if y'all know him or not. Yes, yes, yes. But um, he helps me. You know. Uh, get everything together and I have some great names coming up you know I mean it's just it's exciting to have my friends you know welcome me and say yeah I'll do your show for you and and uh, I'm doing celebrities and musicians and um you know of course my friends in the wrestling industry so it's it's exciting you know who your friends are when you have a show hey <laughs> yeah, there you go. Facts. hey Ooh, I, facts. Going on. I know I didn't talk to you but can I be on your show yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Click. No, I mean, Maybe, I know honestly, we haven't spoken very often, but uh, can we be yeah. on your show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's no, been but... six years. How are you? What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? 
No, but so far, I mean, the show's great. Uh, it's really raw and uncut. You're really sharing your stories. We're really enjoying it. Uh, so keep doing the great work. We're looking forward to the interviews because, you know, that even though we do what we do, when there's a, a person that was on the top of the industry and they're able to bring in the talent and you're able to hear the behind-the-scenes stories, that's what we love as fans. Um, and that's what you've been able to offer us here today. So we're definitely very thankful. Thank very you. Thankful. I just try to be myself and just, you know, have fun with the guests and um, be my quirky, you know. It's a lot of work. You know, to try and have your bid, you know, your your words come out right and stuff. And um, oh yeah, we know, right? Vic? Whatever, whatever, whatever. Do you mean? Definitely, definitely. And I don't drive during my podcast either. <laughs> oh, you see, maybe that's something we I'm should out. try. <laughs> <laughs> <Duly> noted. Happy <laughs> life. Happy life. This is true. This is I true. I pick up my wife and then she drove. I promise. <laughs> my mine's locked in the closet somewhere. It's okay. <laughs> okay, Slim Shady. No. no. <laughs> Can't interrupt the, the interview. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I got a seven-year-old I have tied up in his room. So. <laughs> but anyway. Chair shots. Uh, Vicky, thanks Whatever. for coming on the show chair. again. I wanna. Um, we we like to end with a, a, a round of chair shots. It's a lightning round. Mitch is gonna be kind enough to to you know lead that for you. While Go off whenever driving. you're ready, mischief. All right. So just the first thing that comes to your head. What is your favorite cheat meal? She goes tacos. Ooh. What kind of tacos? Yeah. Uh, the roll tacos. It's from El Paso. It's a specialty in El Paso. It's Ooh. a Mexican dish. It's like a it's uh, roll tacos you can buy for like five dollars with a coke fries and tacos muy barato and when, when you're yeah, barato yeah. it's perfect. We had that two weeks ago. It was thirty for thirty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> what type I of found. meat? Though? What type yeah, of yeah. meat? Ground, frito. Yeah, it's ground meat. It's ground frito. Ground frito. Yeah. Ground frito. It's such a junk food, but I love junk food, so it's right up my alley. Perfect, what is perfect. your favorite movie? Ooh. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Really? Okay. All right. A romantic if you, person. If you mine is serendipity, so I can't say nothing. Oh! Nobody asked you, man. I'm sorry. It's not my round of share signs. This ain't you shooting the ish. I love that. Here with serendipity? Yeah. yeah. That's good. Not serendipity. Serendipity. <laughs> serendipity. Man, now, I'm a romantic. I love romance. Uh, what superpower would you have if you could pick? Be invisible. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you just want people to hear your voice but not see where it's coming from? That's yeah, I would love to scare the shit out of people. You know, like move things around. <laughs> yeah. I feel That's like the rock has like, to be oh. careful. Yeah. I feel like the rock has to be careful now. Yeah. <laughs> you look in the mirror, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh... The person you want to meet, real or fictional? Oh, uh, the person I want to meet would have to be um, have to be Jennifer Aniston. Wow. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, she okay. just got Instagram, so I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. She broke it. She, Yo, she broke, broke the internet, bro. Like three yeah. minutes. It's crazy. I never what? knew that she wasn't on there until until it was she broke it. That's why my page uh, doesn't work anymore. <laughs> uh, Word. I hate when that happens. Yeah. What is 
the dumbest way you've been injured? Ooh. The dumbest way. Yeah, where you're like, oh, I can't believe that happened. And I can't uh, the tombstone. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, true story. I was in uh, high school and I went to Balmoray, Texas, and they're known for their water to be like 70 degrees. So me and my girlfriend, we were ditch riding, mm. and we had these rafts, and the water goes pretty quick. And so um, the water was pretty rough. And um, I told my girlfriend, I said, oh, let's do this. She's like, no, I don't think this is really good. And I said, come on, come on. We're just here for like another few hours to just do it. So we're going to ditch ride like all the way, like really far. Well, the water was going so fast that um, I went over the edge and, and rode the dirt like for like two minutes because it was going so fast. And I oh burned. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. I still have I still have the, the markings. I'm OK, though. I'm all right. You'll disc- yeah, you're good. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Guys, <laughs> dick scars is all good. Yeah, all battle wounds. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> what is what is a useless talent that Vicky Guerrero possesses? A useless talent. Useless? <laughs> <laughs> useless? I use my talents, man. Ah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> useless talent. Oh my gosh, you got me on that one. Um, uh. if, oh, I could probably put my dogs to sleep by rubbing their tummy. That's useless. Oh, that, that sounds very useful, though. <laughs> she said that's useless. I mean, people it was look useful at me like, for this interview. <laughs> I mean, I'll, we'll have company over, and they're like, man, she really loves her dog, doesn't she? And I'm like, putting her to sleep right now. <laughs> Weird, I know. I don't know. That's all I can think of. You got me. <laughs> Raising my hand to request one of those. Yeah, a, a belly rub? You want a belly rub? <laughs> so put your ass to sleep. <laughs> um, what's your favorite sports team? You're a Houston Ooh. Astros fan? Yeah. Duh. Who's going to win the series? Yeah, That's we're, right. We're That's right. See, see, we're both Mississippi and I are both fans. And uh, Vic the Villain here is, uh, you know, Ooh, a fortunate wrestler. Get that nice shit stained hat. Out of the Sam's camera, please. I know, I know. We didn't do shit this year, right? I'm taking my Astros towel and, like, wave it, but it's downstairs. It's but... okay. Listen, I'll two vase and my wife should be five. So it's, oh. it's, it's, it is what it is. I love, I love Altuve. Tomorrow night is game is the game. I'm so excited. It should be a good game. Tied up. It should be yeah. a good game. How's your Yankees doing? <laughs> well, we just fired They're somebody, so you know how we do. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> enjoying their time off, actually. <laughs> it's, it's really hard to carry 27 championships with you everywhere you go. Oh. Well, you know what? I like the Dallas Cowboys, but I don't I don't talk very often with them anymore because I keep it kind of low because you never know what kind of game they're going to have. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're facing the Giants next week, so I, I think you'll be okay. Forget it. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I love Misery, so I still will watch it. I'm a Dallas yeah. Yeah, Giants fan, unfortunately. In, in your opinion, what is more important, the face or the heel? Um, what's more important? I'd say the heel. The heel would be more important because the face is so easy because they just the crowd loves them because they're a cute face or they're they're this young guy that looks gray with all the muscles. But I think the heel carries a lot more pressure because you have to keep entertaining the audience to, you know, keep that character going. It's a lot of work. Um, mm. I, I think the the heel has a lot more pressure as far as, you know, a match. And, mm-hmm. you know, keeping the crowd happy. Of course. Who is your favorite heel? Ooh. 
Oh, really? Uh, I would have to say um, back then was Eddie. Eddie was okay. a, of course, right? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, for today, um, you know, I, I love Chris Jericho. I think he Your makes boy. a big deal. Yeah. He's my, wow. my friend, but man, I just like want to just take a face, you know. Yeah. But so I'm going on last week. Yeah, I'm going on his cruise in January. Oh, I'm be the guest, oh, the guest cruise director. So cool. Yo, we got to jump on that, man. That yeah. we're, we're, we're paddling, trying to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> you do the backstroke, you on the real grande. It'll be easy. Jesus. <laughs> I'm Cuban. I can swim, baby. I can swim. <laughs> I'll wait to you. I'll be waiting. <laughs> Damn, you gonna wave? Not gonna throw a lifesaver? Just gonna wave? <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> you better come out with the excuse me side and say, "Me tiras una chela." Una helada, bro. Oh man. Um, Your favorite um, Eddie match? Oh, probably him and Brock Lesnar for wow. No Mercy. Oh yeah, oh, that man, was really yeah. good. That was a really yeah. good match. And also and, the keys to wrestle with Ray, you know, and uh, just oh, it, Halloween, havoc. Halloween Havoc. What? So, so many good matches. Him really. and Malenko too. Mm. Oh yeah, you know, and and you know, Chris Benoit was. They just oh, they did man. some easy matches. Um, you uh, know, he's close to my heart. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on with that, but yeah. he was a good wrestler, and I, you can't Amazing. put him that. You know, so yeah. Amazing. Had good matches with a lot of people. And you could just tell the chemistry that those gentlemen had together, you know. You could tell that it was yeah. on, off the screen. It was great. Yeah. True brothers, yeah. And Vicky, we thank you for your time. We thank you for everything. So what's one last message you want to leave the fans with? Gosh, you know, without the fans, I can't do my work. And I can't enjoy writing my book or, you know, being on podcasts with you guys or having my own podcast. It's it's the fans and I appreciate them so much because they've shown me love from 20 years ago with Eddie and then you know they keep following me through and it's just uh, I'm grateful and and thank God for them every day the good and the bad ones. <laughs> there are some bad ones. Good and bad. There are a lot of bad. Yeah. A lot of bad ones. It's those elderly women that hate me, man. They just hate the me. Elderly women? Yes. You ever had to smack I, one? I, I, <laughs> I can't smack them because <laughs> but they're the ones who hated me the most because I had all the young guys, you know, I played the uh, and, I mean, even in the grocery stores, they're like, yeah, I can't believe you did that. You know, it was a role. It was a character. <laughs> you know, don't hate me. You should be pretty. Wow. Me, you know? <laughs> they were just mad they couldn't do it. That's all. They just mad they just couldn't put it all. That's all. But they're the ones I had to worry about, like traveling into arenas and stuff. I had to watch all the old ladies, you know, make wow. sure they're distance away. <laughs> oh, man. Vicky, Vicky thanks again you for your time. Yeah, yeah you guys are so awesome. Time. I wish y'all success and just Thank you me. have a great show. And. You guys Thank are gonna go far, and anytime you need anything, let me know, okay? Wow, I'll be happy fantastic. to yell at you. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> we need yes, that. please. We need that. <laughs> Vicky, this has been oh. a lot of fun, man. Thank you so much. Uh, this has much. been amazing. Uh, you have a home here with us, absolutely. and as well as the wrestling world, Vicky. Thank you so much for everything you've done for us, and you continue to do. We love you so much. We look forward to continue watching you. Stop driving. <laughs> <laughs> Stop driving. <laughs> <laughs>